A gynecologist in Georgia is accused of performing procedures on women in an ICE detention center that they didn't consent to having. A court ruling on ballots in Pennsylvania has Democrats worried it might swing the election. And the twins you might have seen go viral on TikTok swear they know who Leonardo da Vinci is. Honest. The date, September 25th, 2020. The time, news o'clock. Hello, friends. I'm Hayes Brown. And I'm Casey Rackham. Welcome to BuzzFeed's News O'Clock. Hayes, real quick, we got the sweetest DM on Twitter today after our shout out to bisexuals yesterday. They asked that their name be withheld, but they wrote, quote, for Bi Visibility Day, our family celebrated our son. While he's out with us and our family friends that are along the queer spectrum, he's not wide with his outing quite yet. Little dude is such a great kid and will love him forever, no matter who he brings over for a dinner or a holiday. God, remember having people in your house? Oh, I love that. That makes you really happy. Especially since, you know, dudes who are bisexual tend to be like kind of shunted to the side and not really ever like thought about. So good, good parenting there. I, I really appreciate that. Mm. Okay. Also a weird segue, but speaking of things that were kind of oddly touching today. Um, so Ruth Bader Ginsburg is lying in state at the Capitol today. And when paying his respects, uh, her trainer of 20 years did push-ups in front of her casket in her honor. And that doesn't sound like the kind of thing that would make you go, oh, but it really, it's really sweet, actually. I know. I did have a wave of feelings because at first I was like, oh, that's a little... Uh, and then I was like, you know what? No, she, you know, towards the end of her life specifically was so big on her fitness and staying healthy. I mean, to the point where, you know, Kate McKinnon has a whole character about it on SNL. So it really is sweet. I'm sure they had a wonderful relationship and bond. Right. And it just was a way of showing off that relationship. And so thumbs up. All right. It is time for today's top stories. Here's what you need to know today. First up. Immigrant women in ICE detention are accusing a gynecologist of performing procedures on them without their consent. Dr. Mahindra Amin in Irwin County, Georgia, has worked with the ICE detention facility there for years. BuzzFeed News spoke with four women or their lawyers who say Dr. Amin conducted medical procedures on them without revealing or fully explaining what he planned to do. One of those patients who asked that her real name not be used said that it was only when she was about to be wheeled into surgery that a nurse explained to her what was happening. She was due to have her uterus scraped and an ovarian cyst removed. Dr. Amin had told her it would be a simple procedure with no like real downtime for recovery. Amanda, as she's referred to in the BuzzFeed News story, was scared by the thought of anesthesia. She asked if she could consult her attorney first and was denied. If she refused care, she was told, she would be sent right back to detention and may not get the cyst treated at all. Now, you might have heard another version of this story that's been circulating, uh, one that was based off of a whistleblower complaint. But in the almost two weeks since then, BuzzFeed News' immigration reporters, who are absolutely killer and effing amazing, haven't been able to come up with any concrete evidence of mass hysterectomies or a sterilization campaign against immigrants. Dr. Amin did acknowledge earlier this week, though, that he would no longer treat patients at the Irwin County Detention Center. Meanwhile, a recent court ruling in the swing state of Pennsylvania is set to be a massive fucking headache in a little over a month and potentially change the course of the election. So last week, Pennsylvania's Supreme Court ruled that ballots that are mailed in absolutely must have a secrecy envelope concealing how people are voting and in doing so, said that any so-called naked ballots received could be tossed out entirely. 
Now, that's a reversal from earlier this summer when local officials said that naked ballots should be counted. And it's got Democrats extremely worried about how this will affect people who don't follow the instructions exactly. Earlier this week, an election official in Philadelphia sent a letter to the state legislature warning that the ruling could result in up to 100,000 discarded ballots if voters aren't properly educated. As all this is happening, something even weirder went down. The Department of Justice said they're investigating a case in Pennsylvania where nine military ballots were tossed and that most of them had voted for Trump. Now, the whole thing was confusing, both because DOJ commenting on this was super out of the ordinary and because it's unclear what ballots were even tossed. Two words for this one, a mess. And finally, the Trump administration is saying it wants to give old people free money for prescription drugs just a month out from the election with the uh, very few details on how it would actually be paid for. Trump yesterday announced his long, long, long-awaited health care plan to replace Obamacare. It literally does nothing. It does nothing with the executive order he signed only saying that it is now officially government policy that insurance covers pre-existing conditions, which the law already does. Obamacare already does that. But he also dropped this little tidbit into his speech. Under my plan, 33 million Medicare beneficiaries will soon receive a card in the mail containing $200 that they can use to help pay for prescription drugs. Nobody's seen this before. These cards are incredible. The cards will be mailed out in coming weeks. I will always take care of our wonderful senior citizens. The New York Times reported last week that talks with major pharmaceutical companies to have them lower drug prices had fallen apart. That was at least partially because those companies didn't want to look like they're boosting Trump just ahead of the election by sending out $100 cards to help pay for prescriptions. In a call today with reporters, Health and Human Services said they hadn't quite worked out where the estimated $6.6 billion would come from to pay for the scheme. They might use a Medicare trust fund to do so, but that's normally for testing small-scale ideas out to see how much they cost, which is not what this is. HHS also didn't say how the hell they plan on getting this money to people ahead of the November 3rd election. Hayes, don't you just love when Trump reveals one of his plans, but he really has no clue how it's going to happen and then it probably won't happen? Don't you just love that? I love and hate it because first we have to treat it like it's real. And then we have to figure out, okay, no, correction. First, we have to figure out what the hell he's talking about. Then we have to treat it like it's real. And then we have to take the time and effort to track down why is this not actually a thing? Now, this one, it, it could be a thing that could actually get this money out to people. But I, given how hard that has been for them to actually do, especially when they don't know where the funding is coming from yet. I don't know. I don't see how they can actually make it happen. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So now we're t when we're talking about naked ballots, do they mean like they won't accept a ballot that's in the sealed envelope? They want the ballot within the secrecy sleeve within the envelope. Yeah. So technically... Pennsylvania voters, once they ask for an absentee ballot, they'll get, you know, a regular return envelope and a secrecy one. So you put the ballot in the secrecy envelope and that secrecy envelope into the regular one. But if they leave out the secrecy one, just like mail it in like regular, it doesn't count. They, they, they or rather they have permission to throw that vote out. This is truly going to be such a shit show. A I mean, shit show. Holy shit. It's going to be so bad. Everyone fully prepare. Um, imagine imagine thinking how bad you think it's going to be and then times it by 100. 
I mean, if you thought I am old enough to vaguely remember Florida in 2000 and them staring at hanging chads and trying to figure out what counts, this is going to be th- that on speed on actual amphetamines. <laughs> All right, Casey, what have you got for us today from the world of pop culture? Okay, well, the main thing I want to talk about today is that Lizzo made the cover of Vogue and she had some uh, things to say about how people talk about bodies like hers. In the interview, she said that she's kind of over the concept of body positivity at this point. Lizzo told Vogue that the idea has been commercialized and the people who created it aren't really benefiting from it anymore. She added that now when you browse hashtag body positive on Instagram, quote, you see smaller framed girls, curvier girls, a lot of white girls. Instead, Lizzo thinks that we should be focused on body normalization. She said, quote, I want to normalize my body and not just be like, oh, look at this cool movement. Being fat is body positive. No, being fat is normal. I think now I owe it to the people who started this to not just stop here. We have to make people uncomfortable again so that we can continue to change. Change is always uncomfortable, right? The singer has always seemed open about talking about her body since her rise began, pushing back against the haters and trolls along the way. Back in April, she confessed that quarantine was starting to get her down with feelings of self-loathing coming out of the woodwork. But as she put it, I got to remember I'm 110% that bitch. Amen. I I totally am on board with this idea. Like, because for one, yeah, hashtag body positive has completely been taken over from like what it was supposed to be to being like, how do I get more followers on Instagram? Right. And it's just like, it's like your body's a good body because it's the body you have. (laughs) Like, and so that should be normal. And we don't need to be like, oh, oh, you're fat. Oh, well, it's okay because body positivity. And it's like, no, it's okay because it's normal. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I just, I mean, I think the, the, the end was when like influencers really caught on to the idea that just saying like, oh, look, I can just show, have a picture of me standing up straight and me slightly slumped over just so that, you know, my body kind of folds in the middle like everyone's does. That counts. Body positivity. Please give me all of the ad dollars now. Yeah. And I, and I also just want to talk about, you know, she skimmed over saying, you know, quarantine was starting to get her down with feelings of self-loathing coming out. And it's just like, that is happening for many people. It's happening for me. It's happening, especially when it comes to weight. I've gained a lot of weight during this quarantine. So as my sister, we were talking about it yesterday and it's really tough because, you know, you're just being less active in all this stuff. And it's just having to be like, this is your body. It's being good to to you. You're being good to it. And you just have to be kind right now because, you know, being unkind is not going to do anything. You don't want to shame yourself into. Yeah, it's just going to make it worse, as it turns out, if you have those kinds of feelings. And I I shout out to Lizzo for trying to make it so that she I like that she's reclaiming it. You know, she's like, no, we got to take this back and actually get it back to what we were actually talking about before. (laughs) All right. When we come back. We're talking about one of this week's most popular TikTok videos, which I'm sure you've all seen by now. It's amazing. We'll be right back. Stay right there. At SheFit, we're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self-doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. 
It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. Open to all teams and players, the NFL's Inspire Change Initiative acknowledges the ways that systemic racism contributes to barriers to opportunity and equality and focuses on ongoing efforts on creating progress in the areas of education, economic advancement, community and police relations, and criminal justice reform. To learn more about the NFL's commitment to ensuring a more equal and just future, text NFLIC to 635-635. It takes all of us to advance social justice. This is Roxanne Gay, host of the Roxanne Gay Agenda, the bad feminist podcast of your dreams. Now, what is the Roxanne Gay Agenda, you might ask? Well, it's a podcast where I'm going to speak my mind about what's on my mind, and that could be anything. Every week, I will be in conversation with an interesting person who has something to say. We're going to talk about feminism, race, writing in books and art, food, pop culture, and yes, politics. I start each show with a recommendation. Really, I'm just going to share with you a movie or a book or maybe some music or a comedy set, something that I really want you to be aware of and maybe engage with as well. Listen to the Luminary Original Podcast, The Roxanne Gay Agenda, The Bad Feminist Podcast of Your Dreams, every Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. It's time for Meanwhile on the Internet. And Hayes, these himbo TikTok twins have been living in my head rent-free all week. Oh, 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 I think I know which ones <laughs> you're talking about. I mean, unless there's more than one set of Hungarian-Canadian wrestler twins with tall bleach blonde uptoos, then yes, it's the same twins. Yeah, that's fair. I had that coming. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand your sarcasm there, Casey. <laughs> okay, so if you've been on TikTok in the last week, then chances are you've probably seen these two genial meatheads smiling into the camera as they answer questions using a trivia filter. This one answering the seemingly easy question, who painted the Mona Lisa, is by far the most popular. Who painted the Mona Lisa? Oh, Mona no. Lisa. Oh, yeah, yeah. Da Vinci? Da Vinci. It's so good. I mean, I get it. It's, a, it's, a, it's such a short clip. It's 15 seconds. So I like get why, like, if I'm scrolling through that on TikTok at night and you see that, oh my God, that would send me. <laughs> 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 and it's the unison. The unison also yes, is so important. I mean, yes, they're <laughs> twins. And so, I mean, I'm... I'm going to apologize right now. Uh, I have a very important like twin friend who hates when I bring up twin tropes, but talking unison is something twins do. And so it's very important to this clip. No, it is. Okay. And so for people who haven't seen it, I just really, we said like blonde updos, but I need you to picture like Johnny Bravo. Like the hair, the hair is up. It is coiffed. <laughs> and shave sides, shave yeah, sides shave and just sides. up and like eraser head meets kid and play from the nineties for people who are old like me now. Yes. Okay, so you can clearly understand why they became a huge meme. Uh, A tweet including this video of them had the caption, you will never achieve this level of himbo. And it has over 3.5 million views. How many days are in a year? It's a lot. I actually don't know. Uh, This is so embarrassing. 324. (laughs) Oh, how am I supposed to know? What money is used in Germany? Uh, Cash? 
<laughs> okay, the answer was Euros for the record. But plot twist, the twins say that they're in on the joke and they're laughing, oh, with you. When asked by BuzzFeed News, they said, quote, we obviously know who Da Vinci is. It's a silly video. The brothers then politely asked BuzzFeed News not to publish anything calling their now infamous TikTok fake because they, quote, don't want to ruin the fun of it. Uh, that's fair. You know, that's fair. It, I, it is fair. I think that, you know, like, you know, it, people can definitely run with that headline. You know, it's just a joke, like blah, 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 blah. And I was like, no, this is really fun. But I also really I read the whole article and I like to think of it as them actually like an incredibly long con <laughs> where, they actually, where they actually do think it's Da Vinci. Oh, and, they're just and, covering the tracks. And, and, and all these reporters keep interviewing them and they're like, uh, uh, yeah, uh, we totally know who Da Vinci is. We totally totally get it. <laughs> no, but I know it's a joke. I know it's a joke. And it's so funny. I mean, it's really like lighthearted and great. Yeah, and it's needed right now. I, I really needed Davinci in my life without realizing it. It is needed. When they were being interviewed, they said that their um, dad is actually has cancer right now. And they've gotten so much, you know, like of fame from this and being on a late night talk show. And it's brought so much joy to their family. And you know what? Joy is truly what everyone needs right now. Oh, that's that's great. I'm glad that they were able to create this little masterpiece, much like <laughs> Da Vinci. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for today. Join us on Monday for an interview with the host of Suspicious Activity, BuzzFeed News' new podcast, diving into the way huge banks have been apparently cool with crimes. And remember, even though the twins say they know who Da Vinci actually is, you can still quiz them about Michelangelo and Dunatalo. News O'Clock is produced by Dan Bass. Kevin Dye, Alan Haberchak, Rosemary Minkler, Mandy Reeder, and Sierra Tall. Special thanks to Tracy Ayers, Mangesha Tikader, Samantha Hinnick, Patrick McMiniman, and Tommy Wesley. Be sure to subscribe to News O'Clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to set your alarm so you never miss an episode of News O'Clock. 's Ralph hey, he's over there hogging the hell of a good dip for his big game ritual oh boy hey Ralph can we get some of that too yeah yeah soon almost done first the carrot two taps and dip then the celery ah yes now the chips all dipped in creamy hell of a good dip mm, delicious yes it worked get the dip made with real milk and cream that wins every time not just good hell of a good. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. This season, get football on your terms with NFL Game Pass. Let's go! See every snap from every game with full game replays. What a throw, what a catch! Listen to all the action as it happens with live game audio. Watch the dog, Jeep! Leaping grab Devontae Adams! Plus watch your team on your time with condensed game replays. Wow! Get football on your terms with NFL Game Pass. Go to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial today.